Testing, testing, one, two, three. Who said girls can't work a mic? <laughs> so this is our first podcast and we're on the floor right now. Kind of nervous. <laughs> on a date, kind of nervous. And I'm just like, we should just pretend that the mic isn't even there because yeah. it's just us talking to each other. Mm-hmm. And the podcast name is Kind of Work in Progress. Yes. We Under decided, construction? Yeah. We decided on very light segments because... Can you explain it? Yeah. Um, Livy and I... I'm time, by the way. Um, Livy and I have this thing where, like, you ever have, like, um, at night, you get in your feelings, you turn on your fairy lights for decorations, and then, boom, everything just spills out. You vent to your friend. You're crying. That is the inspiration for this podcast. We won't be crying, but the name behind it, it's when the fairy lights come on, the feelings come on, okay? The tears come down and it's open and real and honest because I feel like we um in in society we build up a wall sometimes like it it makes it uncomfortable for us to open up so when those fairy lights come on the the gates just open open. yeah honestly um we should introduce ourselves yeah I'll go for well we go your time I'm time span that's right time span yes my mother named me that yes Okay, ooh. Um, I'm six feet. I'm kind of thick. What, two C's? I'm, what sign are you? Oh, I'm a Pisces. Through this podcast journey, you will see the signs jump out. It's 13 hours. What? <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Through the podcast, you will see the signs jump out. You will literally see it. But yes, I am a Pisces and... I'm a sophomore in college, just going through it, you know. Oh, What's your major? I'm, I major in psychology, and um, I live in Georgia. I used to live in South Carolina all my life, and I moved to Georgia the summer before my senior year. I'm Libby. My real name is Olivia, but I prefer to go by Libby or Liv. Um, I'm 5'2". <laughs> She's 6'1". <laughs> um, I'm 20 years old. I'm a sophomore, and I'm in college. Uh... What else? I'm an Aquarius, and you'll see that jump out a lot. Like you said, mm-hmm. the signs. Rising Scorpio. Uh, <laughs> the whole birth chart. <laughs> the whole birth chart jumps out. Yeah. Um, moon and Aries. Um, Dang, sis. As you get in the whole scene, they have to know. <laughs> what else? What else is a good fact about She me? likes shrimp chips. I love shrimp chips. They're really good. Um, <laughs> it's so What's your major? Talk. My major is communications. Oh, I love fashion, so I want to be a fashion journalist. Mm-hmm. There's no fashion schools in South Carolina. I've lived in Charleston almost my entire life. I moved here whenever I was five. Um, I was born in Seattle and then moved, well, Bremerton, but, you know, around mm-hmm. that area. And then I moved to England whenever I was about two, came to South Carolina when I was five, just turned five, and I've lived here basically my entire life. So that's Tia. I used to have a British accent. It's gone now. Honestly, truly. <laughs> Her Nan saw his accent. She said, bloody hell time. I, oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> we love Nan. It's so true. It, we um, love her. What else? It's like a get to know you question. Um, I have a dog. He's 12 Rolly. years old, Rolly. Mm-hmm. He'll bite your leg off. He will. Um, he don't He don't like good people. <laughs> he, doesn't. he doesn't. He growls at the good people and then cuddles with the bad people. That's so true. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Um, well, I'll we just start off. My birthday, like, since it's Pisces season and I, I'm a Pisces, my birthday was literally um, on Tuesday, March 12th. So I'm 20 years old. We're both 20. <laughs> 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 We're both 20. And um, 
Yeah, Libby turned 20, obviously, before me, because she's an Aquarius. And oh, I have a good one. Yeah. Um, we should talk about how we met and everything. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, okay. All right, so, it was the summer before junior year. I was with an old friend. We'll call her... It's okay, you don't have a name. Okay. We won't call her anything, but um, her and I were going... We went to Carowinds, and it's like this amusement park... And we were in the car, and we were just known for being funny. Snapchat was our thing. Like, it was almost like we were vlogging before vlogging was, like, a thing. Mm -hmm. So I would just be super funny. Like, it wasn't, like, skits, but it was just, I would be doing everyday funny stuff. And one day I was in the car, and my friend says, hey, this girl Libby says we're funny. And I was like, who's Libby? And she showed me a picture of currently Libby, mm -hmm. a.k.a. Livery. Livelio. <laughs> Sometimes we call her, you know. And um, I was like, she's pretty. And she was like, yeah. And then um, I get a notification on Snapchat, Libby, Libby Monroe wants to be your friend. I was like, oh, my God. Take it away, Penny. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so, yeah, we didn't really talk much on Snapchat or mm -hmm. anything like that. But I saw her, and I thought she was really funny from all the snaps that we saw previously. Mm -hmm. And then going into junior year, right? Yeah. Um, junior year, we had AP writing together. Mm -hmm. And that class was in the morning and everything. And we got to know each other because we sat next to each other. Yeah, we yeah, did. Yeah, we got... There was a lot of group activities in that class. Exactly. So me and her partnered up and everything. And it was... I don't remember much, but I know that we got close very fast. And very. I remember... The most iconic day was the day that she came over to my house. Mm -hmm. It was October. The mm -hmm. year, it was a day of, like, the thousand-year flood because we it got out of school for two weeks. pouring rain, pouring rain. And I rain. was so scared that you weren't going to be able to come over. I but almost you, didn't. Yeah, I know. Mm -hmm. We waited for the water. Yes, we needed We waited for the water. I had my oar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you came over to my house. And we listened to Marina and the Diamonds. Yes. Size Only Five. Halsey. We had all the same music The Dora the Explorer trap remix. <laughs> yeah. Like... We played all the same music and everything, mm -hmm. and we did a photo shoot in my room just for the heck of it. Yeah, that photo shoot was so iconic, mm -hmm. and um, I met, honestly, this is my first experience, like, I walked into Livy's house, and it was immediately warm and, like, cozy, and not just, like, the temperature, but, like, her family was so greeting, like, her grandma Nan, like, she was just like, oh my god, finally a tall friend, because we're both really tall, and Rolly was barking at me, and um, her granddad's super nice, Emma, her cousin, her aunt, like, they were just really, really sweet, and it wasn't like, you know how the difference between people being polite and sweet, they were just, I felt like they were my family, and then we were taking a photo shoot, and Emma, her cousin, just, like, volunteered to take photos, and we were laughing. I gave you my tank top. Yeah, I only had one crop top, because, like, my parents were strict, so I couldn't, like, wear certain things, and... Livy had one. She's like, this looks good on you. And I'm like, oh, let me try it on. So I tried it on, and literally, the, the collarbones popped out. But I was very, like, self-conscious. Like, um, I have really low self-esteem. And Livy and her cousin that day literally just brought me up. Like, just so supportive and so nice. And I had fun. I forgot about my looks, to be honest. Like It was really fun. It was just really, really fun. We were laughing, like, oh, my God, we look so Tumblr. Yeah. Oh my god, I still have a picture to this that day. That was 2015. Yeah. So long ago, like four years ago. Uh, was like, it's 2019 now. Oof, we're 20. But that was like, how old were we? 16? 16. We were 16 yeah. and we're 20 now. I was about now. to turn 17 because it was October. Yeah. yeah. And I wasn't going to be like 17 for a while because yeah. my birthday's in March. Dang. It was wild. And then the rest is kind of history. We just, 
I don't know if we had other classes besides that. We had like a few, and mm-hmm. our friends. Oh, okay. Also, if some backstory, because this is mostly going to be our friends listening to this. First, yeah. But all of our friends were friends to, before, uh, too, us, before yeah. us. Mm-hmm. But we never like interacted because Mm-mm. we just didn't have the same classes. Same. And I hung out more with a certain group of people than like a whole big group of us. Exactly. So us meeting didn't really happen. We had a class together freshman year of high school. We never gym. talked. We never, we never talked. talked. We saw each other all but the time. We, it, the class was really big in gym. Very. It was like three classes put together because there's like three different coaches. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we didn't talk and you were friends with a lot of more different people and I was friends with the ghettos. <laughs> so um, we just never met and everything. But yeah. once we did, it was like history. Yeah. It was really good. It was like very natural. Like, and we found out like, I was like, oh, dang, I don't live that far from you. Yeah. We really like, we live literally five minutes away. Yeah. And then we just started hanging out more. And uh, I'm just one of those people that like, I, like I said, I had low self-esteem. Liv is just always like building people up. She's Mm -hmm. so funny. Like we would just be in class and we would just be laughing. Our, our teacher would be like, be quiet, be quiet. Tom and Livy, be quiet. And like, we're like, I think that's what made our friendship so solid because we got so comfortable with each other off the bat because... Yeah, it was quick. Yeah, it was very quick because we had the same sense of humor. Exactly. So we just bounced off each other Mm -hmm. and if you make me laugh, I'll get close to you. Exactly. Like, it's really that for me because I'm I'm a pretty private person and I'm I'm very, like, nice and we're both extroverted. We're both NEFP on the personality trait thing. Mm -hmm. So, um... Just, it was very comfortable. Like, you know how friends, you have to have an icebreaker or anything? It felt like I already knew her. Yeah, exactly. Like, once that day at your house, it was, like, uphill from then. Yeah. Yeah. It was so good. Mm-hmm. I love it. And now we're freaking 20. And now here we are. 20. It's, so, it's crazy, because time's been there for every single oh, bad God. moment and every single good moment of my life and vice Me. versa. Mm-hmm. I tell her everything. There's nothing that I don't share with her, because I am so comfortable with her. Same. And I only have a few select people that I really tell everything Me. to. Me. You know me. Yeah. Like, there was a period of time where I was going through something, like, I've never, ever had to go through before. And it was with family. And it was, like, serious life stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm a very jokey person. Like, always happy. Always laughing. Junior, I loved going to school just to see my friends. Mm-hmm. But something, like, happened to me. And no one knew except for two people. And one of them was including Livy. Mm-hmm. Like, she knew the whole thing. And when I told her, she just didn't, you know, like, treat me any differently. She was really, really supportive, mm-hmm. like extremely supportive, and that's how I knew. I was like, "This girl's gonna be my friend for life," yeah. because I've I've never had that kind. Of- there are certain people that I have in my life that I know are just gonna be in my life forever. Yeah, not in me like too. a oh my god, like so like, uh, what is it? I can't think of it. Like a fake kind of way, yeah. not just to be hopeless or romantic or anything. Exactly. Like that, but there are certain people that you just know are gonna be there. Me too. Once you hit a certain mark, I've heard that if you hit uh eight year mark in a friendship you're going to be friends with the person forever mm-hmm. and i've hit eight year mar- eight year marks with certain people yeah. so i know that they're exactly. going to be there but the way that you and i are is like our bond is just completely different than it really some is. people that i'm, I'm it, close with it's also so. like we grew up together yeah we really did mm-hmm. we just looked at old pictures together just now downstairs and we look so different, so different. and everything that happened, we were looking through the pictures and saying, this is what happened, this is what happened, this mm-hmm. is what happened. Like, I remember, I remember this, I remember that. She was there for uh-huh. all of them. Mm-hmm. We're so sappy, oh my God. We are. So this This podcast <laughs> is literally just about our friendship. Like, I don't know. And I feel like it's it's very rare to find that, Like mm-hmm. especially in high school, you know, because there's a lot of... High school is very big, and it's a lot of stuff. And people that might be listening, they still be in high school. Yeah. But uh, you're always told in high school, like, oh, don't worry. When you graduate, you're not even going to see these people mm-hmm. again. 
Libby and I, but we were not like that. I was All like, no, she's going to be here forever. Right now, to give you context of where we are right now, mm-hmm. if you haven't seen on Snapchat or anything like that, we are sitting in on the floor. <laughs> on the floor. We came from the bottom. With all of our friends from high... Well, our friends from high school are upstairs. Mm-hmm. But we're sitting on the floor of, like, times... Well, we're both, like, best friends with her. But mm-hmm. times closer to Kaylee than I am because they've been friends for, like, the same amount of time or, like, longer and everything. Mm-hmm. But we're sitting on the floor of her bedroom. It's cold. It's freezing. It's freezing cold. Shivering in my sitting- boots. <laughs> Shivering in my converse. <laughs> Sitting on the floor, mm-hmm. recording this podcast, all of our friends that are here, we've mm-hmm. known since high school. We Literally. None of the friends here, we've made in college. Like, no! All, well, except for one person, but that's, like, James. I mean, it's James. Oh, like, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, like, yeah, one person. Mm-hmm. But that's different. We're all friends from high school, and yeah. I've made, like, literally, I've made maybe two friends from college. <laughs> no, me too. So, me too. It's crazy that all of my friends I'm closer to, I've known... From middle school, elementary school, exactly. and, like, high school, and we're all so close. I, I have, um, like, I, let's see, I've met four solid people from college, and I only really talked to one person, because we have another class, and, um, just two people, mm-hmm. but they're not, like, they're very unique in their own way, mm-hmm. and I'm so glad I met them, because I remember I went through, like, a tough kind of depression, if you will, because I had, I had no friends in Georgia, like, when I moved I moved in the middle of the summer, so I'm moving in the summer in a new neighborhood in a new state where I've never been. I haven't been outside South Carolina, like, at all in my whole entire life, so it was all I knew. I knew South Carolina, like, the back of my hands. Like, I still know all the roads and everything. I'm living in Georgia for, this is two years? Going on my third year, and I still don't know, like, certain streets or highway or whatever, Mm -hmm. but I was like, I met my people. I met my core how do I make new friends mm-hmm. if I've already met such great right. people? So it was really difficult for me. If anybody who's listening is just like, oh, I wish I had a friend group like that. Yeah, I think everybody meets the, uh, their friends at different parts of their life, like the I people agree. that they're going to be friends with the rest of their life. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of people say it more whenever they're out of high school mm-hmm. because in high school there are a lot of people that you meet and you're going to be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be friends with them forever. I'm going to be with them forever. Exactly. And then you're not, and it kind of sucks. And once you get to college, really you're does. more adult and you meet them. But for us, we've just, I don't know, we're very unique, all of us. All of us. We have a lot of diff- like different variety mm-hmm. in our group. Is that the right word, variety? I don't know. Yeah. We have a we're lot very of diverse. people. Yeah, we're very diverse. That's mm-hmm. it. Our friend group is not to just brag on us, whatever, no. but we are very diverse. We're like we a bag out. of jelly beans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we go out and people look at us kind of weird. Oh, sis. We're all so different. And on like, this podcast, I will tell y'all so many stories yeah. where I have been googly eyed. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, that should be the next one I'm talking about. Well, I don't know. Maybe we'll <laughs> <laughs> we're already planning. Like, <laughs> we're planning the next yeah. one. But mm-hmm. yeah, there's just so many. Different personalities yeah. in the group and everything, but it makes it work. It's such Honestly, a great dynamic. It's like a puzzle piece, like, and it's crazy because I don't know about like the rest of my friends. I can only speak for myself. But I honestly never thought um, we were all going to still be friends and close because I, I've just been told like after high school you never see people. You meet friends in college, blah 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 blah, and. I'm still super, super close with all the people from high school. And that kind of worried me as well. I was like, I'm in college. I should be experiencing new friends. Why haven't I found my college best friend yet? Mm-hmm. And um, honestly, you just have to be thankful that you even have friends. That sounds so, like, you know, yeah. kind of salty. But once you, I don't know how to explain it. Yeah. It's like you once you find know. your people, 
It's like, what else are you searching for? Yeah. Because I've always been, like, I've always had things where I'm like, oh, I know there's more out there. I know there's more mm-hmm. out there. But what matters now, it's like, I have my people. I have my Even core. Even if you just have happy. one friend. Yeah, because it's just one. You don't I, have to have a group. Yeah. Like, I mean, I don't know. Everybody just, I can't explain it. It's just so hard to explain. Like, there's yeah, so friendship. many good things I read a book about, about it. it. Yeah. yeah, me too. <laughs> me too. Yeah, I can we'll write a book. We'll collab on the book. Honestly, <laughs> we're starting a podcast. We we're so getting a book. We have, them. literally. So, um. Yeah. Since we're all already so philosophical. Yeah. We're already <laughs> deep in philosophy. <laughs> Philosophical. That's it. That's it. (laughs) Who said girls can use big words? I got the thesaurus right here. Literally, our two brain cells were like clicking, like trying to charge. (laughs) Oh my god! But since we're already on this page, um, I turned twenty, like I said, um, on last Tuesday on March twelfth, and me and Libby were thinking like, oh, what could we talk about for the podcast? What can we share? And we both have three important like tips or advice that we learned Mm -hmm. in our twenty years. Yeah, in twenty years of being. Yeah. Um, can we go first? Yeah, you go. Okay. Take I have it away, Penny. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. The first one I have is you can't force someone to act the way you want them to because Ooh. if they wanted to, they would. Amen. And is this still on? <laughs> is this the <laughs> It point? is. Mm-hmm. I didn't know. Um, that is really very, very, I learned this lesson the hard way, mm-hmm. the hard, always worst way possible. Mm-hmm. And I don't really want to get into it too much, but I remember thinking, I'm going to make this person think the way that I want them to think, or I would indirect them or try to make them get the hint. Like, this is how I want you to act. This is how I want you to be for mm-hmm. me. And I'm talking relationship wise, but also it works friend wise as well. And then I learned the lesson. If somebody doesn't want to do something, they won't do it. Exactly. If they wanted to, they really would. And because if, if it was me and I don't want to act a certain way, then I won't. Exactly. But indirecting them and making them try to feel bad and everything, it just doesn't work. And I think everybody has to learn that lesson throughout life by themselves. Because mm-hmm. you can tell somebody all the time, this is how you're supposed to be treated. This is how you're supposed to be treated. And the person in the situation won't do anything until they feel like they have to do something they exactly. have to get out of it so if you're trying to make somebody think the way that you want them to think or have the same feelings as you it's not going to work Mm-mm. because you can't force somebody to have that type of thing you can't snap your fingers and have them magically be yeah. feeling the way that you are because and if, it kind of sucks if it was turned around you wouldn't want that you yeah. wouldn't want people trying to change you it's the harsh re- harsh reality of it yeah. because i'm somebody who likes to stick to my uh, what is it like daydream yeah. and everything and thinking so much hopeless about hopeless romantic yeah we get people we're those type of people that we you know everybody has flaws we will work it out into mm-hmm. the very last and it's you cannot work it anymore mm-hmm. because we're like oh no like we can work this out if we change this yeah. we can kind of change them or help them be better people but I mean we can't if if they don't want to change if they don't want to do anything you can't make them it sucks but Oh, it hurts. It hurts really bad. Like, it thinking hurts. back on how I was, it's it was an awful situation. I but, agree. you know, there's nothing more you can do about it. Mm-hmm. You have to just suck it up and just go with the flow. Suck it up, losers. Suck it up. 
Mm. If you're trying to think about it, someone will just happy, right? Just suck it up. Just suck it up. <laughs> like, the, the tear goes back into the eye socket. Yeah, like, <laughs> please. Don't waste your time on somebody who won't feel the same way as you. Right. I mean, it sounds kind of harsh, but, you know. It's the harsh truth. It's the harsh sometimes, truth. Sometimes, sometimes, honestly, if somebody, hurts. If somebody says that to me, I start crying. Me, I'm like, ooh. <laughs> why? Why are they so mean? I know. Okay, time to take it away, Penny. Take it away, Penny. Okay, um, that's our transition. Yeah. <laughs> Take it away, Penny. But um, my first thing, and I know, like, um, I feel like a lot of listeners on our podcast will either be in college or in high school. So it's perfect. But don't feel bad or embarrassed or feel like you're missing the college experience by going to a community college or a small college or a different program. I have been a victim of this. <laughs> um, so... I applied, okay, so I moved to Georgia my senior year, and I applied to all schools out of state, and let me tell you, I got into all of them that I applied to out of state, and my mom was like, you need to apply to one in Georgia so I can get in-state tuition, and I was like, okay. The one in Georgia, I didn't even get into, and that's a big Georgia, it's called University of Georgia, so um, yeah, I it's UGA, and I didn't even want to go to that school, but I felt like I had to because my mom was like, oh, no, you need in-state tuition or whatever. So I was like, okay. But some financial things came through. Like, out-of-state tuition is very expensive, guys. Very, 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 very expensive. And I don't know why in my head I thought I could do it. I was like, oh, yeah, loans. But who wants, like, crippling loans your freshman year? I, was, I wasn't even 18 yet. Um, when I started applying to college, I was 17. And I didn't even – I worked at Little Caesars making seven fifty an hour. And um, I didn't even have a savings account, so I had no money for college at all whatsoever, and I couldn't go to the out-of-state schools. So I ended up going to this program. I go to a, uh, the, I go to Georgia State, but they have smaller campuses where it's cheaper and the classes are smaller, more interactive. And I go to that one instead of staying downtown. And going to like a smaller college or a community college, you go to class and you go to work or, or you go home. That's it. You don't, there's no dorm. There's nothing. There's no apartments near. Mm-hmm. You literally just go get your education and, you know. Yeah. And I saw my friends, like even Livy, like my best friend, went to a big university straight out of high school. She lived in a nice dorm. Mm-hmm. She got to decorate it. Literally uh-huh. all my friends were getting into dorms and dorm shopping. And even when you walk into Target or Walmart, you see all the dorm stuff out. Yeah. And I saw the parties, and I was like, I really am missing out on the college experience. And I had no friends. So I was like, yeah. But now, let me tell you, the college experience is not what people make it out to be. It's not. It's almost like when you think high school is going to be like Degrassi or like Glee or something. It's not like that, honestly, truly. And um, if I did not go to the a smaller college where my scholar my in-state tuition scholarship covers everything, I would be in debt. And like I practically go to school for free, and not a lot of people can say that right now. Yeah. So my thing was that I had the grades and I had everything, so I said, okay, I'm just gonna go to a big university straight out of high school. I wanted the experience really bad. Mm-hmm. I told myself over and over you're gonna go to college you're gonna go to college and you're gonna go to college and my dream college was called Charleston so whenever I got in I said well I'm gonna go for sure and I went freshman year and it was both a good and a bad decision because I had to take out some loans even though my scholarship covered almost everything and I had to work full-time to cover um like the cost of Mm -hmm. whatever wasn't um covered which is only like not that much it's like a thousand dollars a semester Mm -hmm. but 
you know, still. That's still pretty pricey for somebody who's in college and yeah, everything. Yeah, like straight out of high school. Yeah. Yeah. So I had to make payments or like the first semester I paid it all in full and everything. Mm-hmm. But I still worked every weekend. So I went to college in Charleston my freshman year and I met my two best friends now. Um, and I came home because I live in Goose Creek, but mm-hmm. Charleston is about 30 minutes away. <clears throat> Excuse me, 30 minutes away. So I would come home every Friday night and I would work. Saturday and Sunday, about eight-hour shifts mm-hmm. both days. And that gave me, a, like, not too much money, but it gave me enough to get by and mm-hmm. enough to, like, buy food like, and live everything, off. live off of. I live in a dorm, so I had a meal plan and everything, so I didn't have to buy meals every single day. I had to buy groceries and everything. Mm-hmm. But it was a good decision in the way that I met my best friends. I had the experience I wanted. I love that school so much. I'm going back next spring because uh, I'm getting my gen eds out of the way at Trident which is a community college now. Mm -hmm. So I decided last summer that I'm going to go to uh, Trident to get my gen eds out of the way because it's cheaper and everything. More affordable. Yeah. So I'm going to school for free right now because all my stuff covers it. Exactly. So once I go back to CFC, I have to make sure that I'm financially stable enough. Exactly. Because right now I'm saving up for a car Mm -hmm. because I don't have one yet. Same. But um, I'm almost to my goal. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to have a car by the end of the summer and then if tuition is too much, um, like, to, for me to live on campus, then I might just commute to college, mm-hmm. which is still going to be expensive because parking yeah. is really expensive. Mm-hmm. But it would cut the cost in half, and I would be fine. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, this is but, a lot. Yeah, I know, but I, I see, like, other girls on Instagram, like, some people I still follow from, um, like, that were grades, like, below us. Yeah. They're seniors now. And a few of them were like, I'm so sad that I'm not going to college with my friends. I have to go to Trident, yeah. which is like a community college in, in our town. But I'm like, no, if you could go to college for free and get your education, do, do it. it. Like everything, I feel like everything happens for a reason. Even though mm-hmm. I applied to all of my dream schools, I got in. They were big universities and everything like that. I was... This plan that I'm in now, that's where I'm meant to be. The reality of it, is, I didn't want to face the reality of it, but the reality Same. is college is very expensive. Even we we graduated with, well, I graduated with 3.8, mm-hmm. and that's really good. I think to me that's really good. I graduated with 3.5. I'm not dumb. Yeah, I worked my butt off in school. So, I mean, I can't say that I didn't try hard enough because mm-hmm. I did. And scholarships don't just get handed to you. They don't. I, I applied for about 15 of them, and I didn't get any of them because they all went to, like, local people mm-hmm. that were in different states and everything because they were very out-of-state scholarships. But, I mean, I got the biggest one in the state, so that's not good. to brag. But, yeah, know. same. And even my scholarship now covers everything, so that's good. Yeah. But moral of the story is just go to wherever you can afford yeah. it. Yeah. Okay, so my next one is... The people who live farthest away can slash will care more about the people who are right next to you. And I think that's especially true for me because I'm somebody who has my longest best friend I've had um, for about uh, eight years now. Yeah. And we started off as a long distance friendship. We went on Facebook and everything. And she used to live in Goose Creek and she used to go to my middle school. And she was friends with my friends, but I didn't know that. Until after she moved, and we met on Facebook because I messaged her and was like, I love your Taylor Swift or Spongebob header (laughs) on Facebook. And we started talking, and we've talked every single day since. And we've never had a fight, nothing like that. And we had a long-distance friendship for about five years, I think it was. Mm -hmm. And we, because that was 2011, we met in 2016, which in April. And 
it was crazy because our we me and her were closer than anybody else that I knew at the time. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh yeah, I have a best friend, but she lives in Connecticut, and it was just so crazy to me that somebody who lives far away we haven't mm -hmm. met before ever. We tried to make plans over the years to meet up at Disney World. Mm -hmm. I would go to her graduation, something, anything, but it always fell through. And so whenever she came back to Charleston, she, her dad has like had a opportunity to go either to Charleston or somewhere else. And she was like, let's go to Charleston. She got to pick and she like lives there too. So she came to Charleston and we met and everything. And it was the best day ever. Mm -hmm. But I remember that and, day yeah, too. And time also lives in Georgia. So mm -hmm. I'm used to having people who are far away just be my best friends. I'm really good at long distance and everything. Like very, she's very she good. Said I'm really, everybody says I'm really good at it. I like to keep everything. Um, I want to make sure that we're so close. Mm -hmm. I'm very good at keeping connected. That's what. That's so true. People ask me all the time, like, "Oh, how are you and Libby still so close?" I'm like, "It's really Libby." Like, if I don't know how, I don't like if it weren't <laughs> it for you. Happens. If it weren't for you, I'd probably never talk to you again. Like, no, yeah. no, <gasps> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, but she's just like. I have this thing in my head. Sometimes I just get, like, you know, like, anxious thoughts. I'm like, oh, yeah, we're not going to be friends anymore. Mm -hmm. It's not because they did something wrong. It's just distance is so scary because sometimes you do feel alone, you know? Mm -hmm. But those people that are, like, far away, they the ones that make effort to make you feel like you're right there. Mm -hmm. Like, Livy has been a part of my life in Georgia. Like, all of my friends and everyone, they know who she is. People follow her. <laughs> like, they know who she is. And... Vice versa for me and for her and everything. Like, everyone knows about us and our friendship mm -hmm. and everything because we just make an effort to put each other in each other's lives, even yeah. though we don't live that close. And that's a good feeling. If you're putting an effort and I don't even live near you, like, at all in a state-wise, mm -hmm. like, that's just really good. That's how you know that you're going to be friends for a while. Exactly. Yeah. Because not everybody can do that. I think long distance is very subjective. Like, mm -hmm. subjective. I don't know how to explain it. People, some, some people can't handle it, some people can. Right. It just depends on who you are. I think it's very scary at first because very. if you, especially if you've spent so much time together in person, yeah. then you move, it's very hard. I, like at first, because you have to adjust it and see how the person is. But time adjusted really well to me. Like, you, I think you did really good. Because you were, yeah. well, when you first moved, you were like, I don't have any other person to talk to. And I was like, yeah. I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. But um, with Cassie, that's my friend who lives in. Oh, she's a little thick. There's <laughs> so much. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> um, but what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. Since we met online, it was easier because mm -hmm. our friendship was solely through texting or anything like that. Like texting, we use FaceTime sometimes, mm -hmm. not a lot. You had it both ways. Like yeah. you had a friendship that started off long distance and yeah. then ended up like you guys, like you guys yeah. live near each other. And then you had a friend that started off, live near each other, hang out all the time, talk, yeah. and then went to long distance. Yeah. Yeah. So I've had experience and a lot of angles in that so but mm -hmm. when Cassie moved here it was so weird because she wasn't far away mm -hmm. so we could just see each other whenever and she went to the same school as me so we would get lunch and everything and then when she moved again last year she's in Washington now so mm -hmm. she's far and the distance now is bigger because it's Very. a time difference and the distance is literally across the country yeah she's on the edge yeah <laughs> she's <laughs> she on the edge she so, on X Games mode <laughs> uh, so the friendship hasn't changed or anything like that. Mm -hmm. We still make the effort to talk to each other yeah. every single day. Um, but it, we, our lives are very different, mm -hmm. but yet 
we're still very, very, very close. I know she's listening to me like, oh my god, I'm crying. I know. <laughs> if anything, I feel like it makes the friendships like stronger. Because it's like if you can if you can handle the distance are not here, like living near me right that's now. That's crazy. Like if you could handle the distance, it's like what else can you handle? Yeah. Like we we fought this distance. We can fight anybody. Beat I me think... up, sis. Beat me up. Like, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh. It's scary at first. I think Very. I think you just have to have a trial run and then see how it goes. Exactly. Because if you start off and you're like, I don't think I can do this and then you know, it's but then you have, have to try it. Right. It depends on the person. Like some people it works, some people don't. You gotta put in the effort. You gotta put in the work. Yeah. But um, also this kind, I guess it kind of could relate. But my second thing I learned turning twenty is follow your gut before you follow someone else's. Mm-hmm. And you fellow Pisces may relate, or other signs. I don't know. You might relate, but when something happens to me, or I need advice, or something happens, like an event happens, and I don't know how to deal. I will literally text everybody and I'm like, what would you do? What should I do? That's the first question I asked. I said, what should I do? And Kaylee and Livy are very good at like, not putting me in my place, but like sitting me down and being like, time? No, don't go over based off what we said. Because sometimes I've had experiences before where I ask somebody, what should I do? And they tell me to do it and it doesn't end up well. Mm-hmm. But I follow their gut instead of mine. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy because sometimes we know the answer all along. We just are too scared. You know, we don't feel confident enough to go with it. Or mm-hmm. some anxieties or things are like, what if this happens though if I follow this? What if that happens? But following your gut will get you further than following someone else's. Mm-hmm. It's, it's Your intuition is there for a reason. Of course. It's literally there to guide you through life, to warn you about situations. And I also get confused sometimes about intuition. Like, is it my gut or is it, am I just being anxious? But intuition is like the feeling, the first initial feeling you get. Let's say like you get invited to a party and your first thought, thought is like, eh, I don't want to go there. That area is sketchy. Mm-hmm. But then you're like, no, I want to hang out with my friends. I don't want to be a burden. Mm-hmm. I stayed home like five times this week. Mm-hmm. I, I need to go out. That's you, like, um, reasoning, like, trying to bargain your intuition, like, oh, no, like, you know, you're, and you go to the party, and it sucks, you know, but if you trust your gut, you could have stayed home, or you could have made plans with somebody else, you know, you never know. Exactly. I agree. Everything is, like, just, you just took an item off. I feel like I have nothing to add. I'm like, oops. Nothing to add. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That's good. That's good. Thank you. Follow your gut. It's always right. Okay, so our last one is... Everybody is winging life and has no idea what they're doing whatsoever Ooh, all the time. Amen. I'm going to get that tattooed. <laughs> Even adults that I work with, they are... I mean, we're adults now because it's funny. But like, actual adults that have yeah. like, family. I'm like, real adults. The real ones. <laughs> yeah. We're not adults yet. We're still kids. <laughs> we're still kids. <laughs> well, like families and houses and everything, they're just... They always say, I don't know what I'm doing. And I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing either. Right. It's, it's kind of reassuring, but also mm-hmm. kind of scary. Very. Because... We don't know where life is going to take us. Mm-mm. So whenever we're just winging, I'm just, we have no idea. Someone's going to change in a year. So That's also much. one thing I can say. Oh, my God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If this can, like, add on to, like, half of it. So much can change in a year. My snap memories be telling me. <laughs> the <laughs> snap memories, me. they, they know. Me. If you scroll down to your Twitter, you know your yeah. old tweets. You yeah. know. So much can change in a year, and that's what's part of how life can just be yeah. on a whim all the time. So if you're just stressed out about something, it probably will not matter in a year. 
almost looks like something very, very big. Mm -hmm. But most of the minor issues, I don't even remember what. I forgot about Last it. year, what was I doing? I was me. living on some kind of rainbows. Honestly. This year, and this year. <laughs> It's kind of kicking me in the head, but I'm fine. Mm-hmm. You wing it. You go through. You go through things you to learn. Like the less, like bad things happen, and you think, "Why me? I don't deserve it," or yeah. "Why my life sucks." You go through that period. You learn that lesson, and you're able to apply that lesson to other parts of your life. Yeah, of course. Yeah. It just happens. You mm-hmm. you can't sit here and worry about the future. Okay, this is getting. Yeah. I do that all the time. I'm worried. <laughs> I'm worried right now. Right, take your own advice, sister. <laughs> Yeah, right. I'll listen back to this. Well, look at advice. I will take it. Honestly, we listen back to our old, like, we listen to the podcast to get the advice. We're like, ooh, that was good. I put some knowledge there, but what am I listening to now? But honestly, you can't worry about the future. We had a whole topic about that. We'll probably talk about that again later. But just wing it. You got this. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. And I also want to clarify. When we mean winging, we don't mean, like, just don't care or anything. Yeah, no. I think it's helpful to set some, like, minor goals and even big ones. You you should dream. You know what I'm saying? Dream. Follow your goals. But, yeah. yeah, I had to clarify a disclaimer. I don't want anybody (laughs) suing us, like, they told me to wing it, (laughs) and now I'm in jail. Don't rob a bank. Don't wing it by robbing somebody. Honestly, true. They play the like the IRS coming for you. Like, they no. play. They play our podcast in court. Like, <laughs> Please no. As evidence. No. Oh my god. They come. The FBI comes to our door, takes our mic. Like, <laughs> <laughs> they take the whole MacBook. Exactly. <laughs> oh, no. no, give me that back. <laughs> We're like, this is not our MacBook. <laughs> it's not <his> MacBook. <laughs> okay. Um. And my last one is. This is something that me and Libby both struggle with, and we should take our advice. It's like the pot calling the kettle black, yeah. but I'm just going to say it for all you listeners. But um, <laughs> allow yourself to feel your feelings are valid, and we aren't robots. Mm-hmm. I am Libby. Like, I, I guess I never used to be like that. I'm very emotional. I'm a Pisces, you know what I mean? But it's hard for me to open up about things. Mm-hmm. It's really hard for me to open up about things, and... um. I hold everything in, and that's not healthy because you could be, I don't know, ironing a shirt and just things blow up in your face That's you've been holding it for months or weeks or whatever. Mm-hmm. We are not robots. We're humans. We're allowed to have feelings. Anybody can, you mm-hmm. know? And when you allow yourself to repress all that thing, like all those things, you're only holding yourself back. Yeah. And... Sometimes we just have to face the music. It might not be the song we want to hear, mm-hmm. but we got to listen to it because it, it's going to help us get from point A to point B, you know? I'm somebody who represses every emotion ever. Yeah. So, I mean, it's scary. the ones, I won't. Right. If something bad happens, I won't say a word Me. until it comes up to a, a fruition. Like, I have to say exactly. it. But we're getting better at it. I yeah. think you and I are. Yeah. So We're growing. Yeah, it just point. depends. Yeah, I feel like situation. like if I'll it, suffer in silence. <laughs> I will suffer in silence for the longest time. Mm-hmm. You know, we yeah. talked about earlier. I will, but it, when it comes to a point where I can't keep it anymore, I will go to the person I feel the most safe talking to. I think exactly. everybody does that, mm-hmm. but I just do it very extreme. Exactly, and I can't help it. It, and there's been times where I my feelings are all over the place. I'm like, I can't tell anyone these feelings because I feel like they won't understand. They won't get it. Mm-hmm. They They'll judge me for it. Or they'll be like, oh, you're crazy time. Like, you're crazy. Yeah. But um, there's been times where I just been to Livy or Kaylee or something, and they understand exactly what I'm going through. Or even though if they haven't been in that situation, they're still able to, like, help me out and give me some advice and yeah. listen to me. That's all I... 
at the end of the day, that's all we really want. Somebody to understand us and, like, listen and help. That's good. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, this, this why? Is why? This is why she's the psychologist. Right. <laughs> oh, I'm my just, God. I'm just a bystander. <laughs> I'm just a bystander. She just, she's just a bystander. I'm just like. the regular Aquarius coming right. through. Right. <laughs> no, but... Sorry for the noise, guys. This is not our laptop. This is not, not going to be our normal setup. Um, Hopefully, I don't even know when that's something to be. I oh, I don't I'm going to try to schedule something. Okay. Yeah, like maybe in April. April? Sounds good. And like, then the next one's going to be in May. May. This is like monthly until yes. we until me and her get her get a car and oh my trips. god, yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is how it's going to be. But we wanted to get the first one out there just to have it out there. Put ourselves out there, yeah. We really want to have this become something good for mm-hmm. us because I think we have the personality score. We do. And we can just talk and everything. Mm-hmm. I don't know how normal... I, I listen to some podcasts, but they just talk and everything. Mm-hmm. I think that's a good thing to just hear people. Yeah. And their personalities and everything. I feel like we're really relatable, too, because at the end of the day, we're just two gal pals. We are. 20 young in college, <laughs> you know. Yeah, and I, I don't know how many of podcasts are like this out there. Right. Because I listen to only, literally only two, or three. Me. Three, actually. Me one too. Of, one of them was a music podcast. The ones I listen to, they're all adults, so. Yeah, mm-hmm. all of them. So, and they're really popular ones, too. Exactly. So. Or uh, the ones that I listen to also, they have, like, jobs and cars already. They're already in their careers. Yeah. We are, we're literally starting from the bottom. Yeah. Oh. On a floor. On, on a, a floor. On a floor. It's freezing, guys. It's freezing. <laughs> And our hoodies. And Honestly, truly. Just here, but We're both. Oh, I'm not wearing bands today. Never mind. <laughs> I'm still wearing cool shoes, y'all. Absolutely cool <laughs> shoes. I promise. But yeah, this is what we wanted to do yeah. and get get ourselves out there. And I've never done it done before. Never. I mean, I've done SoundCloud covers. <gasps> but I haven't even done that, guys. <laughs> like I'm, I'm cringing when I hear myself back because I hate the sound of my voice. It's fine. I'll be yeah. like that. Yeah. ASMR. See what? <laughs> hey guys. But. <laughs> Uh, we just want you to take this, and you can listen to it. If you like it, let us know. Please feedback, give us topics, message everything. us. Yeah. Don't drag us online. Don't, do not drag us it. on Twitter. If you want to drag us, drag us in our DMs <laughs> in private. I'm sorry, I do not want to get into Twitter fights. Like, Please. you know, but yeah. uh, give us feedback, and well, you guys can do questions or topics too. Like, yeah. what you want us to talk about? Ooh, we love that. That's right. Our Instagrams are I was gonna say Libby that. Monroe, L I B B Y M R O E. And, and then my Twitter, I'm not, she don't need Twitter. This is going oh. on Instagram. Instagram <laughs> you don't need, you guys don't need Twitter. You don't need to see it. Not yet. My, yeah, we got to disclose that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But my Instagram is <laughs> honeydew, and it's H-U-N-N-Y-D-3-W-W underscore. That's right. I'm different. I'm not like the other girls. <laughs> <laughs> I put a three for an E. What was the last time you posted this? <laughs> Oh, I posted last Tuesday on my birthday. Okay, don't drag me. I'm oh sorry, you post every day. I don't. Libby I is don't. the social media queen. I am. If you start following Libby, expect to see posts every day, every other day. I have to. I have but they're to. all good. They're all worth it. So yeah. she's blessing your timeline. <laughs> your newsfeed, whatever. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. But yeah, thank you so much for listening. Bye, guys. Bye.